Good morning and welcome to the Sunday School lesson for today. Uh, we continue the spring quarter 2021, unit number three, Courageous Prophets of Change. May is the last um, month of this quarter. We have been doing uh, March, April, and May. This is May the 2nd, the first Sunday in May. Be lesson number nine, May the 2nd, 2021. On behalf of all of us here at Antioch Baptist Church in Thomas Springs, where Reverend Wayland Olive is our pastor, um, we want to thank everybody for being here with us. The church where everybody is somebody and Christ is the head. Uh, Sister Joyce Olive is our first lady and Miss Lisa Starr was our clerk. A shout out to all of the families that have been affected by um, death and the bereavement. God be with you. God's grace and love and mercy be with you. On behalf of uh, all of us here at House of Reckon Gospel, welcome. Our subject for today, Speak Truth Boldly, is our big subject. Our key verse is, Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth, what the Lord saith unto me, that will I speak. First Kings 20, second chapter, verses 14, and through the King James Version. And the New IV Version says, Micaiah said, Um... As surely as the Lord lives, I can tell him only when the Lord tells me. Lesson aim. As a result of experiencing this lesson, the participant should be able to do these things. Identify with Micah. Boldness in declaring the word of the Lord. Aspire to be like Micah when speaking the word of the Lord. Commit to tell those in power what the Lord has said. The key terms for today. Jehoshaphat is a Hebrew word. Uh, the Lord has judged, king of Judah, son of Azar. Micah, uh, it's a Hebrew word, Micaiah, who? who is like Yahweh, son of Imlah. Truth, that's a Hebrew word, Imeh, firmness, faithfulness, right, that which is true. All right. Why this lesson matters. Telling the truth to those who are in power can be difficult. How does one deliver a difficult message to a powerful people? Might just solve that. He should tell King Ahab only that the Lord said to him. The lesson in focus. Few people know the names and significance of the prophet Micah. Few people have the courage of their convictions to stand in Micah's did with it boldly unpopular truth. Few people are willing to compromise their own positions, privileges by daring to deliver a difficult word from the Lord. Micah was a different kind of man. He did not follow the crowd or edit himself for the sake of public opinion. Committed to his calling above his own convenience, Micah faithfully sought God's will in the northern kingdom of Israel, speaking the unadulterated word of God to any who would hear him, even at the risk of his life. Micah spoke the truth boldly and uncompromisingly to King Ahab and his fearful prophets. I'm going to go back to this word and make sure that I pronounce it right. 
Mikayahu, Mika, as me, K-A-W-K-Y-E-R-E-H, who, Mikayahu. I'm hoping I can continue to do it correctly, and if I do pronounce it right, it is uh, with an effort to do it the right way. The lesson in context. Ahab, king of Israel, had secured an alliance with Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, through the marriage of his daughter to Jehoshaphat's son. After three years of peace between Israel and Aaron, Syria, Jehoshaphat came to Samaria on a state visit, where there Ahab invited him to go to war with Aaron to regain territory that should have been returned to Israel earlier. Jehoshaphat agreed with the stipulation that they seek God's will before uh, engaging Aaron in battle. Aaron in battle. Ahab assembled his 400 prophets and put to them the question of whether or not to proceed into battle. Unanimously, they all predicted an, another grand victory for Ahab. Jehoshaphat perceived that the prophets had only spoken with Ahab, wanted to hear wanted to hear what spoken what Ahab wanted to hear. Asked if there was true prophet in the land of Israel, Ahab identified the one known person who sought the Lord, but admitted his hatred for the prophet because he never spoke anything favorable toward Ahab. Reluctantly, Ahab summoned Micahu from uh, prison and Carson by messengers to agree with Ahab's prophets. Micahu boldly declared he would speak only what the Lord said or instructed him to say. See first came the twenty second chapter verses one through fourteen. Alright, why was Makehu first response to Ahab not to be taken seriously? What might have prompted Makahu's sarcasm? Did Ahab really want to hear God's message? What was the meaning of Makeha vision for Ahab and Israel? In public life, even the community of faith, there are those who will simply go along to get along, saying or doing whatever is required just to please the right people. Fear of being punished, ridiculed, or left out prevents many from speaking out or taking a stand on the truth. Some have been intimidated by those in authority to deny or compromise their true conviction and remain silent instead of speaking an unflattering truth about a person, problems, or predicament. The decision to withhold truth in human relationships can cause more harm than good, especially when it involves the standards of God's Word. God will judge those who have called to deliver His Word, yet refuse to do so because they feared reverend, reverencing more than God. Refusing to speak the truth of God's word has eternal consequences. God is looking for those who trust him enough to stand on his word, even if they have to stand alone. Powerful words indeed. The week's lesson challenges students to consider their convictions and refuse to compromise God's word, even at the risk of disagreement, isolation, controversy, or conflict in our secular and spiritual relationships. 
Okay, discuss current events, uh, issues in the popular culture and the church community that would be approved by having what they say, thus said the Lord, by hearing what thus said the Lord. Identify any potential pushback against those courageous enough to speak up and persevere in truth. Discuss why truth is sometimes so unwelcome. Use the print passage to identify Micaiah's decision to say to civil authorities only what the Lord said. Open the discussion by asking the following. Why was Micaiah able to refuse to compromise God's word? Number two. What spiritual character traits are suggested by the prophet's decision to speak the truth? And number three, how can individual believers and local church communities prepare to be modern-day Micaiahs? Modern-day people that are not afraid to speak the truth. Challenge your students to make a personal commitment to telling the truth by depending their relationship, by deepening, rather, their relationship with God through prayers and study of the word. All right, now, for the commentary on 1 Kings, the 22nd chapter, verses 15 through 18, the first three verses. So he became, so he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go against Ramamaglad to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go and prepare. Go and prosper, rather, for the Lord shall deliver it unto the hands of the king. Sometimes we speak what people want to hear. Have you ever did that? This is a case of them speaking what the king wanted to hear. And the king said unto him, How many times shall I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills, so sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no masters. Let them return every man to his own house in peace. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me, but evil? Excuse me. All right. Have you ever told anybody what they wanted to hear? Just what they wanted to hear. Have you ever did that? Okay, let's go ahead with the commentary on First uh, Kings, the 15th through the 18th verse. Many believers that compromise in silence in the face of controversy is a safe space. It's a safe space. You think it is. The truth, however, is that the safer place for any believer is in the will of God. And the will of God is the safest place to be. Every important decision should begin with seeking the will of God. In response to Jehoshaphat's inquiry for a true prophet of God, Ahab and Micaiah brought before them when asked whether or not to fight against Ahab. Micaiah sarcastically agreed with Ahab's 400 prophets in verse 15. From his previous experiences with Ahab, 
Micaiah knew that Ahab did not want to hear a true word from the Lord. According to Ahab knew that Micah was being sarcastic, demanding the truth from him in the name of the Lord. The demand was hypocritical because Ahab was no longer a follower of God. Hypocritical. <laughs> he depended on his prophets who were primed to say what pleased him for the sake of remaining in the king's favor. Ahab's actions were similar to those of many who profess trust in God but rely on occult psychics and horoscopes to guide their lives. Does that sound like something you do? Psychics, horoscopes, and the occult to guide your life? Ahab demanded the truth from Michael and the prophet delivered it to him. Michael described a vision of the battle and accurately predicted Ahab's death and defeat for Israel. Now the hard, cold truth is told. Nobody falsely is going to be telling Michael what to say. He's going to tell the truth as God has given it to him. And that is what you should do. That's what I should do, as we all should do. Speak as truth as God has given to you. Instead of taking Micah's version seriously and repenting as he had done on 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 another occasion, Ahab angrily treated the prophecy as another attempt to belittle him. Ahab had set aside reverences for God and given himself to Baal's worship. When he failed to pray and study God's word, our spiritual discernment diminishes. Did you hear that? When we fail to pray and study God's word, our spiritual discernment diminishes. Because of his obedient relationship with God, Michael was able to hear the will of God and serve as God's spokesman at a time when Israel was sinking deeper into idolatry and apostasy. Powerful words, isn't it? What are the risks of seeking important advice from people who tell you only what you want to hear? The risk of it is a lie. The risk of it is your failure. The risk of it is you will not be doing taking action based on sound truth or doctrine. Another question for you. Micah had the courage to deliver to Ahab bad news that he knew would anger the king. Can you call the time when you stood firmly for an uncomfortable truth, even when someone else preferred to believe a more pleasing untruth? Something to think about. Something to think about. What about your situation? Have you been truthful? Are you being truthful? Are you telling people just what they want to hear? Let's go to First Kings, the twenty-second chapter, nineteen through the twenty-third verse. And it said, "Hear thou, therefore, the words of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the hosts of heaven standing by him, on his right hand and on his left." And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramadagay? And said one of his in this manner, and another said on that manner. They all saying something different. 
All right, and there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith, he said, I will go forth and I will bring a lying spirit in the mouth of all of his prophets. A lying spirit in all of his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Now therefore behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. So now the Lord hath put a deceiving spirit in the mouth of all these prophets of yours. The Lord has decreed disaster for you. The real truth, the real facts about what is to happen with Ahab. All right, Michael reported what he had seen. God on his throne surrounded by the heavenly host, that is, God's angelic army, verses 19 through 20. Much of the version that God gave him to convey his words to Ahab has been interpreted figuratively and literally. However, since God is not a man and is incapable of lying, then the lying spirit Michael described was not from God, but one energized or represented by Satan himself. God allowed him to do that. Look, pay attention to what's taking place. God allows Satan. Satan can only move at the behest uh, with the I won't, don't want to say with blessing, but with God's permission. That's the right word. That's how Satan moves. He moves with God's permission. Okay, remember how he did Job? Uh, how God said, consider my servant Job. Have you considered my servant Job? Okay. God had permitted Ahab 400 prophets to speak with a lying spirit to deceive Ahab and seal his doom. On an earlier occasion, the prophet Elijah had already prophesied Ahab's death. Look at that. God's user of the false prophet proved his sovereign control of all things. God's judgment of Ahab was prompted by Ahab's wickedness and rebelliousness spirit leadership in Israel. Ahab had freely chosen to forsake God and choose his ears to God's prophet and close he chose to close his ears to God's prophet. After a lying space for repentance, God allowed Ahab to suffer the consequences of his own unrighteous decision. God always gives you an opportunity to repent. God always gives you an opportunity to repent. God Ahab, God allowed Ahab to suffer the consequences of his own unrighteous decision. By contrast, Micah declared and obeyed God despite the threat of capital punishment. Believers should guide their lives by the conviction of their obedience, bring blessing and life eternally with God. Obedience brings blessing and life eternal with God. Disobedience brings the loss of blessing and can lead to eternal separation from God. Another question for you. What can cause us to become dull of hearing? Getting the wrong advice? Tuning out people that we don't want to hear? 
refusing to hear the truth. Pretty soon you are dull of hearing the truth and what can save you or protect you. You leave yourself open to danger when you refuse to hear and follow the truth and listen to truth. And when you listen to folks that tell, tell you just what you want to hear. Micah was bold and courageous. What are the fears that stop Christians from speaking God's truth? Reprisal, being put upon, ridiculed, talked about, whatever, all kinds of words, made shame, all kinds of things like that will cause you to not follow into God's word and speak whatever somebody wants to hear. Okay, let's go to the last outline. This is 1 Kings, the 22nd chapter, verses 26 to 28. And the king of Israel said, Take Michael and carry him back into Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joshua, the king's son. And say, Thus said the king, Put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction until I come in peace. And Michael said, If thou return at all in peace, the Lord has not spoken by me. And he said, Hearken, O people, every one of you. Did you hear what Michael said? If thou return at all in peace, the Lord has not spoken by me. In other words, God do not lie. God says that you're going to lose your life. God says you're going to die. And he said, hearken, O people, every one of you. Michael declared, if you ever return safely, the Lord has not spoken through me. Then he added, mark my word, all you people. Look at that. Paul wrote, God forbid ye, let God be true. But every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in my, thy saying, and mightest overcome when thou hast judged, Romans 3 and 4. God's word is truth and all remains so throughout eternity. Satan will use anyone or any means necessary to silence the word of God or to deceive people into believing a lie. He used Zedekiah to symbolically and publicly challenge Michael's prophecy. Satan used Ahab to silence Michael by having him return to prison to be fed only to keep him alive until Ahab returned to Samaria. You can see that in verses 26 to 27. Ahab's reaction is further evidence of the spiritual blindness that can overtake those who deliberately disregard God's word. Regardless of anyone's decision to accept or reject God's word, the fact is that the word will never fail. The word will never fail. Every one of the God, every word that God has spoken will always be fulfilled. Through his courageous prophet, Micah, God had the final say. Ahab thought he would disguise himself and reverse the word of God. Look at that. This prideful attitude caused the king to miss his last opportunity to repent. Michael called on everyone present to witness and told them to remember what God has said through him. 
After the battles overcome, everyone knew that Michael was a true prophet through whom God had spoken. God's word is eternal, inerrant, infallible, and inexhaustible. Let's do that again. God's word is eternal, inerrant, infallible, and inexhaustible. This truth should encourage and motivate his people, his people to boldly speak his truth in every situation. This should encourage you as well. What are the possible consequences of telling as unpleasant truth to leaders who do not want to hear it? You can be put in jail. You can be killed. It is not a good outcome for you, but still stand on the truth. Those whom God calls as prophets, teachers, and pastors have a different mandate for confronting others with the truth. Do you agree or disagree? What is the danger of confronting others without being authorized or led to do so by the Holy Spirit? Very dangerous indeed. God expects every believer to have the courage to speak the truth. Doing so requires an intimate relationship with God, an understanding of His truth. Are you ready and willing to stand up and speak the truth without compromise or apology? We live in times when people would rather go along to get along than risk being persecuted, criticized, ostracized for speaking the truth. This attitude has also affected the church. The lesson challenges us individually and collectively to commit to being the courageous voice that will always speak the Lord's truth, even when it is unpopular. There are many Ahabs in the world, people who turn a deaf ear to God's truth. This week's lesson is a reminder that even an angry unwillingness to receive the word of God cannot diminish his truth or his power. Remember that God's word is true, no matter how you feel about it. Ahab even disguised himself in battle, thinking that somehow going to skew God's word. God's word is sound. Inerrant, infallible, inexhaustible, and it is eternal. People frequently respond in anger when God's word is spoken through a pastor or teacher. But that should no long that should never discourage the pastor to teach from speaking the truth. Or teacher from speaking the truth. Pray for your spiritual leaders for a continued boldness to speak the truth of God's word. Powerful lesson for today. Speak truth boldly. Speak truth boldly. The lesson topic for Sunday, March the 9th, next Sunday, the 21st, is Empty Rituals are, un- are Useless. Empty Rituals are Useless. We've had a many months, uh, a year or so, to look at uh, church services and being a part of church and in church and things like that. God has did what he did to this nation and to the his people for a reason. I hope that we have seen the truth in reading God's word 
and what he has done and what he has shown us about his church. The lesson for Sunday, May 21st is empty rituals are useless. The devotional reading is going to come from Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, the 10th through the 14th verse. The background scripture is Isaiah, the 29th, and the Pentateuch is Isaiah, the 29th chapter, 13 through 24. Don't forget the lesson uh, weekly study, home daily readings. That's Monday, May the 3rd. Discipline the immoral person with respect. That's going to come from 1 Corinthians, the 5th chapter, verses 1 through 5. Tuesday, May the 4th, uphold justice for all people. Exodus, the 23rd chapter, verses 1 through 9. Uphold justice. Uphold justice for all people. Wednesday, May the 5th, seek and you will find me. Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, 10th through the 14th verse. Then on Thursday, May the 6th, lip service is not enough. You need action. You need deeds done. Lip service is not enough. That's Mark the 7th chapter, verses 1 through 8. Then on Friday, May the 7th, Jerusalem is punished and rescued. Isaiah the 29th chapter, verses 1 through 8. Then on Saturday, May the 8th, Judah, blind to God's ways. Isaiah the 29th chapter, 9 through 12. God can cause you to be blind to his ways. God can, after so long of you going a certain way, God can give you up for that and cause you to have a reprobated mind. Sunday, May the 9th, Israel will enjoy a bright future. Sometimes we go through a lot of things and don't see the future in it, through difficulties and trials and tribulations, rather. But God always has a new day. Trouble don't last always. Israel will enjoy a bright future. That's Isaiah, the 29th chapter, verses 13 to 34. That is the lesson for next week. Let us pray. Our Father and Savior, Jesus Christ, thank you for this opportunity to speak as thou hast given the utterance to speak the truth of thy word. Be with us and guide us and hold us in the palm of our hand, palm of your hand, in spite of my iniquity and my shortcomings. Thank you for the opportunity to speak through your word to Antioch membership via the media, internet media. We hope that your word, we know that your word is said in your word, that your truth in your word will not come back void. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the past and all that work at Antioch. Be with those that are suffering bereavement now, especially the families of our church and all churches that are in the name of God. Jesus, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dear Father, give us boldness to stand on your word and to depend on your power to shield and defend us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you all, and we'll see you next time on the House C Production Gospel Radio, located here in Beatrice, Alabama, at 231 6th Avenue, um, where we um, 
blessed to have over 100,000 listeners worldwide. Um, we hope that you will share. If you have questions or you want to talk about the Sunday School lesson, you can send an email to freddychoward at gmail.com. freddychoward at gmail.com. And you can find us all over the internet. All you have to do is type in the hashtag H-O-W-C-E-E. And a special shout out to all the radio personalities and jocks that's playing gospel music. God be with you that you may send out good gospel music for those that are listening. And remember, gospel music can't save you. Only the powerful word of God can do that. Until next time, take care and God bless.